this hip hop in its most purest, most raw form, flow almost flawless, most hardest, most honest, known artist. Chip off the old block, but old Doc is back. Looks like Batman brought his own robin. Oh God, but Don's got his own line with his own private plane, his own pilot. Set the blow polish, don't move doors off the hinges. Oranges, beach pants, plums, oranges. Hello and welcome to the I Want More Podcast, episode 39. I'm Zach. I'm Richie. You you said I Want More Podcast, right? Did I? Ooh. <laughs> we should leave this in. It's Absolutely. Just funny. <laughs> well, so you know what? know that this happens. Oh, and I'm Sean, by the way. <laughs> you know what, though? Everyone does want more podcasts. That's right. What's, what's, uh, that's not false advertising. It's, it's, Unless you stopped listening before now, then you obviously don't well, want more podcasts. Well, then you don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, and the, if you just started again, welcome back. We're still terrible. <laughs> We're still podcasting. <laughs> yeah, we're For still some podcasting. strange reason, we don't even know why. It's the I Want More Comics podcast. That is we correct. We need to be... <laughs> That is, we work at <laughs> more comics than it's our podcast. Exactly. <laughs> exactly <You> right. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> so let us... get semantics. We have a really fun discussion tonight, I think. Yeah. I think it's going to be very interesting, so let's just jump into the news. Good idea. Uh, in the news, Marvel just uh, uh, started up a new video series called Playback. And mm. in their very first episode, they interviewed the Black Keys' Pat Carney... And he went through his comic book collection. That's kind of cool. And one of the things that he showed off was something that really meant a lot to him, and that was Silver Surfer number one. Mm. So the cool. so what they're going to be doing is they're going to be uh, talking about and doing interviews with famous people and different people about comics and and you know that sort of a thing. Nice. So a I wanted to hear what you guys think about them doing that, and then the second part of the question is what is one thing in your collection that holds a lot for you? Not I'm not talking about value wise. Not like right. I have the first walking. Dead and that's so great because it's two thousand dollars. I do. I know you do. <laughs> but but like, what's something that you would go if somebody came over and they said, "Show me one of your cool things that you think is one of the coolest things you own." What would you, you know, um, show off? Uh, because because he has other things in his collection, but Silver Surfer means a lot to him. It's not his most expensive book. You know right. what I'm saying? So um, so, what do you guys think about them doing this? It's cool that uh, they're talking to musicians and things like that. Yeah. So. I think anytime you can expand in our medium and show how well, normal it is, they're yeah. building a connect with other, right? Other like people that are famous that maybe you like. Correct. That's always. I personally good. like the Black Keys, so that's right. pretty cool to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's always a good thing. Anytime, it's exactly why I love the the big movie. Does it have a double edged sword? Does it kind of turn Comic Con into this giant pulp culture insanity that it is now? Yes. Sure. But does it also legitimize everything I've ever loved? Sure. So, I'm I'm down for it. And I think when you break down, and especially creators in general, I think can you can probably find a lot of maybe not comic book but literature literature backing um kind of literary backing thank you fueling that (laughs) fueling that creativity and trying to push that forward like the fuel consuming machine that it is so yeah um i'm trying to think of a piece that i mean there's so many things that i would be like "Ooh, look 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 you know sure uh i do have you do too yeah, you can do a couple. Do a couple if you want. One of my favorite bits is I recently. It's gotta be something with Frank Miller. I th- I thought you would go that way, but it's actually not. It's actually <laughs> wow. I recently met Kevin Conroy. 
Oh, okay. Who is the voice of Batman from the Batman animated series? He's it's Batman. Like, he is totally <laughs> Batman for me. <laughs> Batman. Yeah, that's so great. He's one of my favorites, and oh, sure. he yeah. came to Denver Comic Con, and I kind of fangirled out on him, and was just like super Passed excited out. to hear. And he's like, "Do you have anything to sign?" And I didn't think to have Kevin Conroy sign no. any of my comics, but I immediately said, "Sure," and I. I'm one of those people that likes to bring blank covers of comics to see if I can get someone to illustrate on it so I have a personal cover for sure. me. Yep. Um, and I gave him that to sign a Batman number one Okay. of the new 52 series okay. to sign. Nice, yep. Blank. <laughs> cool. And uh, he... I thought he would sign it in the corner. I could get like a... Uh, maybe get Bruce Tim to do it. Animated, that would be cool. Animated yeah. with the Kevin Conroy signature, mm-hmm. that'd be great. And Kevin signed the entire front page or the cover, the whole thing. There isn't a spot of like <laughs> it's it's too great for fan. I am the knight, Kevin Conroy, in giant letters oh, on this yeah, comic. Awesome. Yeah. So he showed that to me. Yeah, he, he yeah, completely so ruined that comic for anybody else. <laughs> but it, I love it to death because it's just super unique and mm-hmm. it's one of my favorites. So awesome. It's a Scott Snyder book. I mean, Capullo sure. artwork and Kevin Conroy's signature for some reason on it. Fun. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> there um, you go. Uh, let's see. It? I mean, the other one I have is... Uh, 66 Batman, where I have Adam West and Burt Ward signed it. That's Adam cool. Hui signed Adam, your book? Adam West signed my book. <laughs> That's all. Adam Hui. <laughs> I also have the inker, and by God, one day I will get Ralph Garman and Kevin Smith to sign it. So there you go. Yeah, see, some that's fun. Yeah, um, those are my like personal pieces yes. to me. They're not necessarily yeah, my favorite yeah. comic books. No, or it's personal. Like that, yeah, exactly. Damn it, those are those are heartfelt. Um, interesting. Let's see. So I have a lot of stuff. <laughs> he has yeah. a lot of stuff, see, and that's me thinking with like all my like, my little corner of comic book stuff. Well, I'm like, I'm, Ooh, I I'm wonder. With, I'm with Sean, and I have a lot of stuff. Yeah. But the first two things that pop out in my mind are, um, I have the issue of Superman, that Denny O'Neill and Neil Adams, um, the first issue of their run that they did after they were famous for doing Green Lantern, Green Arrow, and Batman. Mm-hmm. They said you should try Superman, and it's the iconic cover of Superman. Breaking out of the green chains. Yes, um, and I got that signed by Denny O'Neill and Neil Adams. Awesome. So uh, that one, like I said, that's a personal thing. That book, you know, by itself is like a thirty-dollar book and near mint. So it's not, you know, but having both of those guys in there or whatever is uh, is yeah, that's awesome. Really great. And then. Okay. Oh, and then the other thing that I had was happened by accident, and that was um, many years ago, uh, John Bogdanov was here uh, at Denver Comic-Con, and I cool. had the uh, Superman, Death of Superman Omnibus. I think that was cool what he did. Yeah, and so I went up and I was like, hey, I love I want, I love I that story. story I love, I don't think I've seen uh, the book, though. Oh, no, he brought it, it back and showed me. I was like, that's, that's unique. That, that, that's really cool. So, <laughs> Tell the people. What, so, uh, <laughs> what are we talking about? So I had the Death of Superman Omnibus, and I love that uh, that story. It's one of my favorite Superman stories. He's one of the artists on there. And he was uh, he was fantastic. We talked for like a half an hour. He's uh-huh. a Superman nut. He named his kid Kal-El. Nice. Um, so, but anyway, so we're talking, and I was like, hey, I really want to get a sketch done from you. And it was like $20 for a sketch, you know. Right. And I was like, cool. So he goes, yeah, absolutely, man. You know, it's been great talking to you. So we flipped through the book, and there's no blank spa- pages at all. 
in that book. It's all art or story. Right. And so he looks and he starts grabbing the book, and it's a huge omnibus. It's, right. it's really big. And he goes, "Hey, are you gonna be angry if I draw the Superman on the on the pages? Like I can hold it and I can, with the pages facing out, can I do a sketch on that?" <laughs> and he did it, and it was so cool. Uh, uh, then right now I have uh, uh, Dan Jurgens, who did another Superman. Um, on the on the same on the pages uh, itself on the pages like the yeah leaflets yeah exactly so okay. if you open it up it'll it'll you, it'll go away because right. it's on the it's on the, so you the put actual it together pages. and it's like the secret. Yep. And then this year at Denver Comic Con, Tom, Tom Grummet is going to be there, and I'm going to ask him to do Superboy. Nice on the same spine thing. That's so, amazing. So yeah, and I want to get um, I want to get uh, uh, who's oh my word the other artist. There's a fourth. Uh, uh, Jerry Ordway. There you go. Don't want Jerry Ordway to do something on there too, and then I want to get all the writers to sign it, and it'll be one of the coolest omnibuses. That's excellent. Ever. That's a great one. <laughs> the coolest omnibuses ever. <laughs> it's really unique, and when I showed Dan Jurgens, he went, "This is really weird," but John Bogdanov would do this. Okay. <laughs> he goes, "I'll do it." Now, now my problem was is that I said, "Hey, maybe you could do a cyborg Superman or a Superman for me." Uh, I should have said, "Can you do?" a cyborg, cyborg Superman, Superman right. because he did another Superman. So I have two Superman. Mm-hmm. And and Dan Jurgens was famous for inventing Cyborg Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I meet John Bogdanov, I'll have him do Steel again. Right. Tom Grummet did the Superboy stuff. Right. So I kind of wanted to be to who they were the doing. Dress like the 90s, too. You're going to make him... Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm going to say Tom Grummet. Can you do it with the <laughs> glasses? With the glasses the Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, good. So... Good stuff. Yeah, that's mine. Nerds. Nerds. <laughs> exactly. Um, honestly, I own I own a lot of stuff, uh-huh. like a lot of stuff. And at one point in time, all of the stuff I owned was something that I held aloft and said, "This is so cool. Well, sure. I'm so happy to own this." Sure. So it's kind of weird picking out single stuff like this. I think if you want to if you want to talk about signature stuff. type yeah. stuff, uh-huh. one of the cooler signatures I ever got was from Robert Kirkman. Because I have the Walking Dead Retailer Edition hardcover yeah, for Volume One. I think did we, we were at Morrison Con. Yeah, this I think was, we might have talked about this one. But before. you say it again, because someone so it's it's, to the it's just super unique like because episode I just three. yeah I just wanted him to sign the inside of the book inside of the hardcover because I'm a hardcover not even more than a, hom- a comic not uh-huh. I actually like hardcovers better. He's a huge hardcover. Yeah, you should see. I have a library at my house that is just comic hardcovers. I mean, when I say a library, I'm talking it's like. Ten bookshelves full of just complicated hardcovers. Yep. It looks like a store. Yes, yeah, it absolutely so, looks like a, a little nicer store than ours. <laughs> yeah, it's a not nicer store than ours. Actually, this place is a dump. Yeah. So <laughs> walk right in. And, I'm like, mine. what is this place? Yeah, <laughs> but I was at Morrison Con, and it was a really cool con because there was only it was like 400 people, and there was like 10 creators that were supposed to be there, and then other random creators would just show up. Right. And there was a commons area where everybody hung out, so you could walk around and talk to whoever uh-huh. you know like it was a Derek Robertson at one point sat down Derek and started Robertson. singing Beatles, Beatles songs, songs. <laughs> busted out a guitar and you could just hang out and sing, sing along with him if you wanted to I mean it was it was a crazy weird con so one of the people I got to meet and I was still kind of fever pitched with Rob Kirkman at this time. This was before the show, right? This was yeah. It this was just it was brilliance like, on the, the page. Where the show was actually the show was getting ready to break. Yeah. It was that. that You're trying to close. tell people how great this comic is. Yeah. And 
Yeah. So James Gunn was there. Yeah, James Gunn just showed up. Right. He was like <laughs> with, his, he, with his. I don't know if she was wife, girlfriend. girlfriend she was whatever, very, yeah. very attractive woman. She was very attractive. <laughs> and, and, and and this was also the time when he's like, I'm going to be doing Guardians of the Galaxy. And then nobody knew what in the hell that was. Right. Yeah. 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 So I walk up to Robert. I hand him the book. He's like, Hey, man, could you sign this for me? And I had bought one of those. Those sh- pins you shake that look metallic. So it was a silver metallic yeah, yeah. ink pin. Actually, make the noise. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, sure. So I gave him the pen, gave him the book. He opens it up. He puts the pen down on there, and the pen and all the ink had built up. So it leaves this nice big splotch mark. And I could see visibly on his face, and you <laughs> kind of see him word, fuck. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. he, he, he definitely was like, oh no, this is not good. <laughs> yeah. Because it was a big splotch. So he takes it, and in about. 20 seconds he just starts drawing this head and starts drawing this face and he drew a zombie in my book and then he signed it Robert Kirkman <laughs> yeah. so I got a zombie s- sketch and signature from Robert Kirkman inside the Walking yeah, Dead awesome. retailer Which hardcover crazy, number one because Kirkman doesn't, he doesn't do illustrate sketch. he doesn't <laughs> yeah. sketch yeah, he doesn't sketch anything. he does trash can sketches for the artists that do the real stuff right. you know he's like I kind of wanted to you know look a little bit like this yeah. Yeah. I know this looks bad and I apologize and here you go but the zombie actually came out kind of cool it's a zombie with with a really whacked out eye because that's where he started the starter point <laughs> for the big blotch and you know he's got his little hand up like and stuff <laughs> so, so it's yeah, just it's awesome great. so that one I, I kind of really I really dig just because of the story behind right. it yeah I really dig my Promethea hardcovers because mm. I really 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 like J.H. Williams yeah third. I love his art he's amazing yep. So, same con. I went out there with, and I actually toted those big oversized absolute hardcovers. Yeah, mm-hmm. Brought all three of them because I wanted him to sign them. Yeah. And I got to talking to his wife because his wife was selling original pages of his art. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, Alan Moore used to send the scripts in, and they were like these 100 page scripts <laughs> for 20 pages of for, comics. Yeah, for yeah. 20 pages of comics. She's like, these are 20, these 100 page scripts. So I'd read them for. You know, right. hours. Yeah. I, well, she said I'd read them, and I, I'd actually highlight all the all the important stuff, and then pass the scripts off. And JH would take them and you know do the the, the art they needed to do yeah. for him. They everything that, all the important stuff would be highlighted right. and done. I said, so you you're telling me you had to like pre-screen and do all the fact finding and do all the you know reference work for him mm-hmm. before he even drew the stuff. She's like, yeah, I did it on every single book <laughs> for Prometheus. I was like, that's. 32 books that you did this with and she's like yeah they I think the longest script was 32 pages or 100 pages but they were all beefy yeah <laughs> and I was like well you have to sign this too yeah yeah. you have to sign all three of these absolute Promethea editions and she's she like what she's like I've never signed anything I don't I don't sign work and she's like I didn't I don't do I said you did as much work as he did <laughs> yeah. if you read those uh, big scripts that is, that is what people call uh, editing <laughs> yeah. being an editor <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you easily did as much work as he did. So, yeah, I want his signature, too, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know, I love his work. But I said, but you got to sign these, too. And she's like, she turned red, and she's like, seriously, nobody's ever asked me to sign anything. I was like, well, you're signing these. Yeah. So I sat there, and I made her sign the hard That's covers. awesome. That's <laughs> that so awesome. great. That was cool. But, like, if you want to talk about, like, stuff that I would just show people, mm-hmm. I really, really like Superman's Girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Is it 106? I think it's or 108. One of, I always get it's confused. It's one of them. Yeah, I can't remember. Where she decides to be a, a black woman for yes. a day just because yeah. that is so yeah. ridiculous. Yes, it And the awesome. fact that I own a Cerebus number one makes that me That is really cool. Uh, yeah. So, and that's that's because I loved the character so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's then I know that book is actually worth money. Like Right. And it's really money. hard to do. It's really hard to find. Because he only did, what, a thousand, like 3, thousand or something? Yeah, something, something like that. that. 
But that it's one like owning like a Ferrari or something. Kind of. Yeah. That one I, I never lucked thought out that on. I, would see one. I never thought I would own one. I never thought that. And then I the would first see six one. issues walk six issues walked in the door and I was like, uh, <laughs> what do you want for these? And he goes, you know, just some trade credit for some comics. I'm yep. like, yeah, no problem, bro. <laughs> so yeah. Now these are mine. Yeah, now they're <laughs> so, his. Yeah. So, we're very good. All right. Well, uh, very nice. Let us jump into um, our picks. Mm-mm. Okay. Or actually, should I say? We're not going to do picks. Pick. <laughs> our we're going to do pick. pick. We're going to do pick. <laughs> yeah, pick is fine. So the reason why we're just going to do one pick this week is because last week, Exo Manowar number one came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may, if you've been on our Facebook page, our Twitter, this, this podcast, uh, this podcast. Oh. <laughs> if you've been in store, you've seen that we've talked about this book quite a bit. Send everything. Correct. Um, send everyone. Yes, from the <laughs> professional. But anyway. Um, and we all read it. We all loved it. Yes. And we've all recommended this to people. And uh, we've heard from a lot of people that if we all agree with something, they'd like to know about it. Because we, mm-hmm. we have a good track record so far, at least from... from uh, when all three of us do it. When yes. all three of us do it. So, uh, And Exo Manowar is definitely going to be in that category. Yeah. Uh, I think we we all enjoyed it. We've all uh, I've been a big Valiant fan, of course, from the beginning that they've they've done their relaunch. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you that I think that this book took it to another level. Mm-hmm. I think that this book is a. I think the Valiant stuff before was awesome, and it should be read. And I think it was really great comics. But this one with the art and the story. I think it's a, you really need to jump in on this. Not like, oh, are you looking just for something to read that's good? This mm-hmm. is like, you should be reading this. You need to get this number one now. Correct. And it's, the interesting thing for me is that we were known to have a pretty good relationship with Valiant. Yes. But the thing about Valiant that I've, I've appreciated as a newcomer in this business is that they seem to truly want your honest opinion. If we didn't like this book, yes, we could tell them that. Yep. We could say, you know what? It wasn't our direction. We didn't feel like this was the right path you want to take. Yep. And they were, they're very upfront with the directions they want to go and what they want to accomplish with their releases. Yes. And they have had an encapsulated universe, and uh, I've heard a few critiques about how this doesn't feel like it's part of that universe. And I would... I would agree to that, but I would say that it's not necessarily a bad thing. This this comic, for me, raises the bar for the content level of Valiant in general. Yes. The things that I've read so far from Valiant have been just fun, enjoyment, classic comic book story writing at its finest. Yes. With... Genuinely unique ideas and crisp um, execution of those yes. ideas. Yep. Good art. Good writing. The art is amazing. Right. The, the, this comic. Like book, when I when I saw the pencils for this, I was just yeah, blown Thomas, away. Thomas Guerrero. Yeah. Guerrero. 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 Yeah. yeah. Um, but this comic book changed that for me. Yes. It changed my idea of what what Valiant could be mm-hmm. uh, if you really focus and put put the best foot forward every time. Yes. And I not for me in the comic book world you guys can tell me if I'm wrong but it looks like to get to this point you have to build your 
audience, you do. create the money behind it, yep. and then put that money in the right spot. And yes. here, it, it shows. It just shows. Yep. It's one issue, and I, I'll i be honest, Exo Manowar is not one of my favorite Valiant characters. Mm-hmm. He definitely wasn't my favorite, but right. this book, but I thought it knocked it. it out of the park. I did, too. And I, we have a longtime Valiant reader who actually didn't like it, right. which blew me away. I'm well, like, but, are you on but, drugs? Yeah, well, but but the problem is, is that is that even he said when he talked about it was that he doesn't like change. But something wrong with the house. Exactly. I don't need change. And, and what and what I told and what I talked to him about, I said, well, but here's the thing: is that comic books have always changed. Comic book characters have always changed. Well, that's, they're, they're going to grow. They're going, they're to, going to morph. To, exactly. It's going to turn into something else. That's unless how, you're Spider-Man. That's how. That's <laughs> you'll wreck on everything. <laughs> well, and that's why they allowed the Exo Man of War in this book to change. From the previous incarnation, and especially from the '90s version. Right. This is not exactly like the '90s version, no. but that's a good thing. Yeah. They took the core concept of the character. They're doing something really cool with it, and they made a great comic book. And that only happens if you change some things, or let things bend, or go in different directions. Right. If you're just going to go, let's retell the '90s stuff. It's not right. going to last, and people are not going to boring. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So um, that's why Batman has changed. Superman, Spider-Man doesn't matter. Right. So, so, um, it needs to do that. It right. needs to do, and and every and the people who have not read Valiant and that we've suggested this book to, are loved it Love and it. Yeah, and, and go back. wow! I didn't know that this was what I was missing out on. And we're like, well, the world is and the quality of Valiant has always been good, but this is a different thing. It's different. Exo Man War is the new, the new direction Valiant wants to go. And I mean, and and you can, as you were saying, Richie, you can even tell down to the way that the book is made. Correct. The the cover stock, the the pages on the inside, the coloring, the writing, the art. These guys are going. Um, we want this to be one of the best selling books, and uh, it was in the top ten mm-hmm. of in the selling in the industry. Was this one? So they accomplished that, right? And I think they, they want to really keep. Well. And I think they want to keep going up. Right. Which all which I know is that if they can do this with a character that was so, the thing about sci-fi, and I'm sure you will appreciate, is that for me sometimes it can leave its groundings. Like it can get so incredibly out there that it's hard for yeah. me to accept. Like it's hard to me. I'll go on this path with you because it's grounded here. Sometimes sure. they lose that grounding. Sure. This has such a solid foundation. It feels yeah. almost um, seven to eternity ish with the yep. uh, how we talked about atmosphere. Yep. It creates a world that you care about yes. and immediately envelops you in that world uh, comfortably but uniquely enough to where you want to know mm-hmm. what's going on. Yes. So you're not lost completely like, oh, this is just crazy. I don't want to see what happens no. next. But you're not like, oh, this is so basic. I've seen it before. Yeah. The well, I've like I've tried reading some of the earlier Exo Man War stuff, and it hasn't caught me. Right, it doesn't. I mean, hook. it's it's not bad. No, it just by any hook. stretch of the imagination. But for whatever reason, it just didn't catch me. Like I was like, it's okay. I mean, it's not a bad read. It's right. not terrible. I, but it's not making me want to really keep reading it or right. keep up with it or make sure I read it every time right. it comes out. How and but this one. 
like I said, straight away, I, I, I saw the art, and the art just, my brain went boom, <laughs> and I was like, holy, who is, where have right. I seen this? And yeah, right. Zach told me it was he was doing, a, so was, what is it, fill-in work for Conan? Conan with Kurt, Kurt Busiek, and he was also doing a lot of the King Conan stuff with Dark Horse. Mm-hmm. So if there's any Conan and it, it actually makes there. me want to go back there and read that and find yeah, his art again yeah, right. and see what I missed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how much I liked the art. Yeah. So that was, that was, that was what, and art rarely ever knocks me out of the park like it's, that. It's really good. It's usually, I usually, <laughs> I follow, really I follow artists, I mean, uh, writers more than, more than artists, I follow artists. Yeah, totally. So but this I'll follow is... like a Grant Morrison from book to book and try it out. Even if I'm not really into what he's writing right now, maybe I'll try it. Maybe I'll like right. the next book, but this one, it blew me away, so I oh, had yeah. to read it, and I was excited to read it. And yes. I'm a, I'm kind of old and curmudgeonly now, and yeah. I'm not excited to read much of anything. No, <laughs> but it, this one was amazing. And 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 I am a person who is a Valiant lover. <laughs> yes. I have every single issue that the new Valiant, um, you know, the new company has put out. I have one copy of everything, so I'm a Valiant person. Mm-hmm. Um, but this book, I am, I am counting down the days it's every four weeks is when this book's going to be coming out that's their motto that's their their take they're like every four weeks this book's going to come out and uh and they're also one of the only uh publishers ever to go five years without a late book correct which is great so 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 three weeks from now there will be another exo man of war and i am dying to get issue two (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> right now, absolutely. So I mean, um, I'm excited for it. Yeah, ex- yeah. Matt Kent's story. Matt Kent. Well, and I, I actually love. It. I like Matt Kent a lot. I, He's way yeah, cool. Matt Kent. Every time I've ever talked to him, the guy is just super chill, super cool. I never. If you him. ever get to meet him, he is yeah, one of the cool coolest dude. dudes. He's, he's, a, he's a really cool. Chill <laughs> he's dude. so laid back. But you know what? I tweeted him when my dog ate one of his books. <laughs> yeah. The I, was I it the strange, yeah. strange crimes or, or no? It was the red-handed. Oh yeah. It was red-handed. Yeah. yeah. Red something. I think the whole that's a long title. Yeah. But he he my dog pulled it off my my bookcase and ate the book. Mm-hmm. And I tweeted him. I was like, "Yeah, my dog liked your book a lot too." <laughs> and he was like, "That is a strange, curious case indeed." <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. like you're funny, dude. <laughs> um. So, yeah. Uh. And and even with Matt Kent, his writing in this, he's doing something on a something different else. level. Yeah. He's doing on some different level. Like I said, I think that this book is a. Uh, you should be jumping on the ground level here. Mm-hmm. Read it now before. Um. I mean, it's already gotten critical acclaim. Uh, it's already gotten fan and retailer acclaim. Yeah, uh, but don't wait for the trade. Don't wait for a year from now right. when they announce that they're going to do something else, and people are like, "Oh, I should be should have been reading this from the beginning." Mm-hmm. Jump in now. It's a fantastic time. You have not. You do not need to have read Valiant before this. Um, you can jump in right now, and uh, if you like space opera, if you like things like it's not going to be exactly you know um, like these things but if you like Game of Thrones Conan uh, Star Wars yes those sound crazily different but it's all kind of in here it's all yeah it's all there uh, I want to throw out one more shout out before we go we've talked a lot about uh, Thomas's illustration and pencils and we were kind of worried about the colorization of it but Diego Rodriguez is the well, uh, colorist in it the first colors I saw were uh I don't know if they were mock-up colors, they were but they looked pastel right, and yeah. weird. We were really worried about like it. it. <laughs> and I gotta say, but when the I colors first, look fine now. Yeah, I mean, I, they there fit. are a few that I would say because we have seen both versions, I would say there are a few pages on here that might be taken away 
by because I just know how great the pencils looked. Yeah, but the but, but the colors in this are great too. But the colors do engage the very first splash page. Yes, that in, that is eye capturing. Yes, it just yep. it demands you to stare at it for a second at least. Absolutely, and, um, just killer. Well done, Valiant. It's good. Book. Absolutely. All right. Well, uh, let us jump into our spinning the racks. Spinning the racks. Spinning the racks. So on spinning the racks tonight, we're going to talk about something that we like to call manga. Mm-hmm. So now, now don't turn off. Don't don't leave. Don't uh, <laughs> hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. There have been some people that because I, we've been talking about this since last week, and some people are like I, I may not be interested in that. I may turn that off. I don't know if I want to listen to a podcast about that. And uh, so tonight we're going to talk about what is manga, uh, some of the misconceptions, some of the different things that um, are it's, in. It's, manga. it's actually a reason uh, to write and draw everything completely backwards. Well, so that's. <laughs> another misconception uh, there uh, and we're it's gonna, not uh, yeah uh, Gosh, I thought that's and, what it was for this whole time yeah, and we're gonna also talk about um, some of the series that we've read because we've all here read manga and we're all gonna talk about what it is and uh, some good jumping on points ones that we would suggest you read uh-huh. so basically uh, what is manga and manga is just the Japanese word for comics all it is, is is their form of comic books. That's it. Mind uh, blown. Yeah, that's that. That's all that it is. Uh, now, another misconception, like uh, Sean did a joke there, was that it's done backwards. Well, in Japan, they read. They read the opposite direction. They read the opposite direction. That's the way it's, it's, well, it's, it's because of the hemispheres, you know? When you flush yes. the toilet up here, uh, it spins yeah. one way. And when it you goes... Fish, <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's very Looney Tunes of you. <laughs> That was, very, that was very Looney Tunes of you. Um, so, you know, that's that's kind of where they got it from. They're like, well, we're doing it one way, out. we're doing it the other way. Yeah. Yes. Forget and, it. And so when they when they do an English translation... Um, I don't know why you guys have me on this. <laughs> so, so when they do an English translation... He's all serious and keeps going. I love it. Because he needs to plow through. Keep I know, yeah, exactly. we got to get through this, you guys. You. Uh, you have to read um, from mm. right to left, but it's not... It's once you do it, like for yeah. a couple pages. Well, there's a guy who came in and started buying Berserk. Yes. And he's like, hey, I don't know if I'm, I can read this. He's yes. like, I, he, I can't. What are they doing? That it's, um, uh, there's uh, some kind of other uh, thing. I'm gonna want to read. <laughs> no, no. Um, what, uh, what's the uh, uh, Souls? What's the the game video game? Dark Souls. Dark Souls. Yes. Yeah. They, the, the, they, the creator they, of he that. He some inspiration from Berserk. From Berserk. Berserk yes. And so we have a gentleman coming in. We have three gentlemen. Started buying it. All buying it. When he bought the first one, he he asked me, he said, so do you really read this backwards? And I'm like, well, it's not backwards. You just start from right to left and left to right. Exactly. And all the panels, you just go right to left instead. Yeah. You just go opposite of what you think you're doing. That's correct. And he goes, really? And I said, yeah, just, you'll be fine. I said, you won't even notice you're doing it after the first part. I said, if you get into it, you won't even know that you're doing it. Yep. It Your just, brain just readjusts and you yep. just go. And you just go. That is 100% true. So he just came in again and he's up to book four or five now. Uh, he's, yeah, and he's. And yeah. he goes, Yeah, I don't even notice it at all now. It's so easy. It's so <laughs> he's, cool. He's I'm, like, he's like, I'm going to start buying these in threes. Oh, yeah, he's junkied out on it. He, he, he's <laughs> really, and he's like, Which, said, to be fair, 
I find happens to most manga readers. Yes. They go, oh, they start real slow. They're like, I'm not sure I want to get into it. I've, I've liked this. I've heard this. And then they yes. pick up a book, and then all of a sudden... I've got a few well, people. Well, so, deep. So, so, there deep. Are some, so there are some cool things about manga that, that are really appealing. Manga in Japan are typically put into um, these m- magazines that come out weekly sometimes, monthly, um, other times. And the basic thing... I mean, in Japan, manga is a huge thing. Yeah. Comic books are huge. Yeah. Yeah, they have vending machines. They have vending uh, machines. Where you can go and when, before you get, get on the train. train you guys know. been to Japan? You're going to get... I'm going to have to You're going to get a, a manga out of a you're vending machine. Manga. You're going to get on the train. You'll read it yes. from one stop to the next. And then they actually have depositories where you can put the book in there to, re- to have it so, To recycle it or whatever. This is what we need to get, people. <laughs> yeah, yes. We need to get so, there. So, um, so one of the things that... There's a ton of people in that subway. So one of the big things that you'll... See in manga are chapters, which are kind of like our single issues. Right. But would they do it, especially with some of the more popular ones, where it comes out every single week? Um, they do like twenty pages, and it's meant to be read quickly. It's supposed to be between train stops, as Sean said, or whatever it is you're doing, the walk to school, whatever. It's supposed to be that quick kind of entertainment, and then they put it together in a book. So one of the cool things about manga is that you get a lot of content. Yeah. You get a lot of content in something. Uh, if you want to get into one of the longer series, you're looking for a lot of books. Well, does it berserk up to like 35 books? Or 38 <laughs> is the one I just ordered, yes. Yeah, so I mean, it's... And, it's and those books are all around 200, 300 pages. Uh-huh. Um, but you're, you're looking at about... What are they? Ten bucks a book? Like nine ninety nine? It's gonna be like yeah, yeah. For for what we yeah, it's gonna yeah. be. Uh, and it depends upon what kind of volumes they're doing. Right now, one of the big popular things which I absolutely love is doing three in ones. Three in ones. Yeah. Right. So they're taking three of those books and yes. condensing them into one, one a little bit bigger book. Oh, yeah. To, yeah. And and actually making it a little bit cheaper. Fifteen right. bucks instead of spending for three volumes instead of spending seven dollars each that sort of thing. And it makes it easier for people to to get a series. But if you're one of those content guzzlers that needs like a lot of meat yes. in your yes. stories yeah. these are perfection they just fit but their stories are told differently too yes, yes. Um, well and so and I was going to bring that up is that in Japan there is mangas for everybody and for everything we in America only get a fraction of what they get over there so and I wanted to bring this Isn't up something ridiculous like 2% or something like that yeah yeah it's, it's the small yes. what we even see that's actually yeah available. at the height I believe back in like the early 2000s we were like 10 percent but that's out of everything so and and now this will now this will be funny and kind of weird but in japan they have mangas for housewives for cooks for police for firemen for retail people for people who make manga for people who buy manga for people who um i mean they have goldfish yeah yeah exactly (laughs) for everything for animal lovers for animal haters like it's all different kinds of stuff and we only see the most popular stuff for the stuff that we can import and you know somebody has to sit and translate and figure it out right so one of the big misconceptions about manga uh, and this is going to be the big one that a lot of people always bring up is that oh it's for kids it's kiddie stuff it's weird oh no Um, i was gonna say the other one no they they have they have stuff that is for 
I mean, as far as manga goes, I mean, they have stuff, like you said, for everybody. It's for everything. If your conception is that it's just for kids, yes. you are or, so far or, off or, base. Or that it's, or <laughs> that the it's, other way. Or that it's weird. Yeah. Or that it's weird, like, oh, you know. hentai or something like yeah, that. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Hentai is one of the ones yeah. that I get. Or, or that it's, or that it's um, super sexual or super weird for, like, you know, I don't want to see, you know, preteen girls walking around in scantily clad clothes. And that's not what manga is. Uh-uh. Um, there is that. There is you some can of that. find it. There is it's absolutely that. available. Well, you can find that in comics, but. too. <laughs> you can find that in comics, yeah. Um, and, and that's one of the big things that uh, we've done here for years in the store, um, especially Sean, because uh, he was one of the first people to uh, get me into more stuff. Uh, many years ago, I started getting into manga a little bit, you know, just dabbing here and there. And he's read some other stuff and said, "Oh, you should read this." And none of it was like that at all. Uh-huh. Um, so, so, but so there's a. I mean, there's manga for 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 everybody. They do detective stories, samurai stories, um, love stories, humor. It's not just going to be weird yeah. uh, no. stuff. Uh, but now, when you read some of these books, th- there might be some stuff in there that you're like, oh, this is a little weird. But that's because of the cultural difference between Japan and us. Correct. And that's just going to be with the, um, in Japan, uh, violence uh, is, is more uncomfortable than sexual stuff right. and here in America well, the it's kind of a weird it's it's actually European countries and in general are, are more accepting yes of, yeah. of sexuality than Americans well, are. And, and even Americans, I, we have families that come in all the time. They're like, "Hey, these comics, you know, are they good for kids?" I'm like, "Well, there's, you know, there's fighting and a lot there's of violence, violence yeah. and there's people they use guns and stuff like that." And they're like, "Okay." okay. And they're like, "As long as as long as there's not sex in it." Yeah. Uh, sure, you yeah. don't let little yeah. Johnny go and watch <laughs> somebody get their head lopped off. That's cool, but you know, there's like half a boob or something, and you're gonna freak out. I guess that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, and and then it's very um, yeah, it's we're very so, cultural appropriation. We're so messed yes. in the head here. Yeah. <laughs> well, and and so. Over there, they'll do stuff where um, they'll use nudity, not in a, even in a sexual way. They'll do it to, sh- to show you um, vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes in a manga, you'll have a character who's born or is on the run or something, and they're naked. And it's not supposed to be sexual. It's just like they have nothing left, you right. know. And they use it for storytelling. It's not always about um, the sexual aspect. Mm-hmm. But sometimes people look through that and they go, oh, there's naked people in here. Right. And it's but not they're, a... They're also most, more free-flowing with that kind of thought, too. Is the are. sexualization of human beings or the sex drive of human beings is... It's not a taboo subject. No. So, you know, like in Naruto or something like that, when he sees a naked lady, he gets excited or something. That's not like, oh, look how dirty that is. It's just they look at it as like, oh, this is human existence. This is human this interactions. Is what happens. This is what yes. happens. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so uh, a lot of people have the misconception about that, and a lot of the stuff we're going to talk about actually today is not going to have very not much of that much stuff of in there at all. It's going to be some, one of the things that I particularly enjoy with manga is that uh, because of their culture and because of their storytelling, sometimes they just take a concept or they take an idea and they really go for it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when you pitch some of these stories and you go in a one sentence thing, you're like, this is so weird. There's no way that's yeah. cool mm-hmm. or that you're going to pull that off. But 
then when they do it, it's like awesome. It's one of the better parts about manga in general when you try to explain it to someone else. When you find a good manga is like when when you're talking to someone and you're trying to explain it, the weirder and wackier it is. Yes. If you've if you've running into someone that actually has read it, you can say and you remember the part where the dog slipped on the banana peel and then that changed society for three weeks. Yeah. When the other person goes, oh my god, I know. No. You know you, <laughs> you found that person? Yes. And, yes. The, and the other person's like, what? what? Are you You're talking like, read about? this. Yes. That's all you can do. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, um, so, okay, is there any other misconceptions, anything else you guys are thinking about? I think that's like the main basis. Um, it's just comics. Storytelling. I was going to say just, the, okay. the... So storytelling is, so, storytelling is completely different as far as manga goes. In, yeah. It's unless you read it or you kind of get the idea of what they're trying to do. I mean, it's possible you won't even catch it. Sure. But in American comic books, we're very much about the big, quick action sequence. You know, there might be dialogue and word balloons, and you'll see their faces, and it quickly pans through the story. Sure. And then the fight is one big grand, you know, one guy punching another. It, it moves a lot more kinetic and fast. Sure. Right, very basically. Um, broad. So, yeah, there's they don't break it down, basically. Yeah. They don't break down the scene. So with manga, a lot, of, a lot of times what they do is you're going to break down the moments, and, and you're going to make them slower as if it were because they, they want the beats to be different they want you to actually feel that tension they want you to yeah. feel you know the turn of somebody's head as you walk up onto them sure. it, which could yeah. be three pages yeah it could be multiple yeah. panels and three pages atmosphere of you walking is up like a crazy thing yeah it, they're, they're, they definitely like the atmosphere and the feeling they want you to have that feeling in your spine yes. they want you to, to feel that in your mind they want you to yes. experience it yes. as the as the person that it, the story Correct. is being told of is experiencing it yes. that's what they want to build yes and American comics don't do that no like, like <laughs> not often zach mentioned earlier the if you get the slice of life co comics sometimes, sometimes they do sure. that but it, nobody does it like manga does it yeah zach was mentioning earlier the iconic neil adams smashing through the chain superman right yes. in a manga that would be a four-page thing of it him be... kind of struggling through it sweating yes. you'd watch the beat of sweat come down yep. the kryptonite kind of pulsating yes. him try fail try one more time fail and then finally burst upon yes and it would be that and 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 depending upon what kind of manga you're going to get that'll either all be silent or the entire or every page will have dialogue or thought Correct. bubbles right. and and that's another thing i feel that manga does really well is that um one of the big things you always see is that people get so attached to characters in manga or anime too yes and that's because they get so much time there you know, I mean, when you look at, um, if you look at something like Dragon Ball, mm -hmm. and if you want to do chapters as comics, that's a 400 plus issue, if you want to call it an issue right. thing. Mm -hmm. So people, you know, wh wh who else has long runs not, like that? Spider-Man, Batman, those But not only like that, but in Dragon Ball, unlike in uh, American comics, there's rare do they do a full universe reset. N yeah. The no, change. No, yeah. they're, they're actually building a story the that they're telling actually happens with the character. The character will grow old, he'll have children, yeah. and those children will then grow up and take place and, and precedent, yep. and you follow their storyline, and the main characters almost start to shift within yes. the actual writing. So it's not just 400 issues. It's a saga it's of a saga. 400... Yes. It's a 400 concept of permanence that yes, you have to exactly. deal with the entire time. Exactly. 
uh, which which is one of the things that is which is one of the things that's really cool about manga. That's one of the things that I I always enjoy about getting into a manga or reading something or you know starting it because mm-hmm. I know that where we are when we end <laughs> is going to be nowhere where we right. started. Right. Well, the characters definitely go through change. They go through, yeah. and it's it's huge usually. Yes. I mean, yeah. there's a couple that we're going to talk about. Absolutely. That are massive. That you go through massive changes, even yeah. in the short books that they Absolutely. are. Um, so, uh, really quickly, let's just start off with what was our first exposure and what we kind of get into on the manga. Okay. Um, the very first thing I ever heard of back in 2005, I was listening to a podcast, and they wanted to get into manga. They wanted to, you know, do a broaden the horizon kind of thing. And somebody suggested Naoki Urasawa's manga. I listened to that podcast and I went, wow, this sounds cool. Um, I started reading the the volumes back then. They were in when they were sm- hard as hell to find. Oh my gosh, they were really small, <laughs> and there was eighteen of them, and it was hard to to uh, find them. I got through about half the series, and then they went out of print. And then I had to wait till what was it two years ago? Yep. When they started doing the the two in ones or the three in ones, uh-huh. and bringing them together in these bigger books. Now that Viz is putting out. And I fell in love with his stuff because I, you know, I was in the same boat of, oh, it's just people with big eyes yelling and screaming and all these weird (laughs) stuff. What's well, funny, the story, like, I read Monster as well. Yeah. And it's not my favorite stuff he's done. I, I love, well, I love... Uh, I do I do like it. Yeah. But it's uh, not my favorite. I love, uh, uh, but but the that's entire... That's started. That's where I started. And, right. and that, is, Naoki Urasawa... That was an early one for me, too. ...doesn't do uh, anything. It's a, the Monster is a, <clears throat> is a crime drama. There's no nothing crazy about it. There's no demons. There's no fairies. There's no you know what I mean. It's, it's very like NYPD Blue. It's a pretty. It's pretty dark. It's a pretty dark, but it's really dark. It'll grab you. Oh yeah. The the it's, it's definitely a consequence story. Yes. The main the main premise of the story is a brilliant doctor in Germany. He's, he's the, just coming up. Just coming up, but he's like he's the got number, his whole world ahead of him. He's the number one um, uh, surgeon at this hospital beautiful uh, girlfriend whose uh, whose father is the owner of the hospital uh-huh. uh, and he has you know tons of money it's all great well one night a uh, politician super, super huge career yeah yeah a politician <clears throat> comes in an old guy um, comes in at the exact same time as a small child whose family was just murdered uh, they both have uh, wounds and they both need to be ser- operated on very serious wounds that need to be yep. taken care of yep and and but, it's and up since to, the politician has affluence and he is the pull you know, they're the like you, you need to take care of him and have the kid die you need to let that kid well die. he decides that he's not gonna let the kid he's not die. gonna let that happen <laughs> so he so he saves the kid the other guy dies he loses his job he, he loses his job loses his girlfriend loses everything and uh and then you come to find out that the kid is a psychopath who killed his family and is a mass murderer. And he's a serial killer. <laughs> oh, snap. And, and he has to deal with the consequences he, of his and he has actions, earlier actions. This is actions. the first issue. This it's is basically, like, yeah, 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 this is all the setup, dude. This is all set up. Yeah, this yes. is all just the setup. Yep. And, and, <laughs> that sounds like, right? And uh, the doctor spends the rest of the manga <clears throat> trying to hunt him down to stop the monster. That he helped keep alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, fantastic, and that's it. I mean, um, really dark, really gritty. Uh, Naoki Urasawa's artwork is um, 
fantastic. I'm actually doing a manga minute that's going to be going up this week about Monster. Uh-huh. So if you want to, so if you want to watch the video, you'll see some of the art there. Mm-hmm. But he does everything really realistic, right? Um, and the the thing takes place in Germany. Right. You know, it's not just Japan. They do other places as well. So after I read that, I went, "Wow, manga can be like this." And that's when I started getting into some of the other stuff. Right. So, uh, yeah, what was your first exposure? For me, it was the um, freshman. Uh, I was a freshman in high school, and I wanted to hang out with the cooler kids, and they were kind of grungy. The and like, kids. Yeah. Okay. So they were all kind of grungy, and I went to this dude's you know, mom's basement, and he had all these weird <coughs> posters of... Uh, like these muscly men with yellow hair and I was like what the hell he's like this is Dragon Ball Z and I was like what the hell is Dragon Ball Z and he's like you know what Dragon Ball Z is and I felt really bad like a poser and I was like I know what Dragon Ball Z is I know it's I fine. had no idea so and then he introduced me to the anime yep no. and I was like wow huge. that's really crazy Around Like, but time. this was the time where it was like real underground to watch yeah. the anime of Dragon Ball on, Z there it, wasn't a time when it was on Toonami you new kids but there was a time where it was like you had to wait Till after dark and try to find this weird, really terrible. No, there was copy maybe like it. there was maybe one place right. that was selling. You know, it was a huge place that sold DVDs and right. and VHSs and stuff. And you had to go find that. place. You had to go find it. Guess what? Maybe they sold some. <laughs> maybe it had subtitles, and you were <laughs> maybe, like, maybe yeah. you're lucky. Most of the time, your subtitles were some dude just writing on the thing, and it would just come up. But it 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 it, it captivated me, and I. I was like, that's really great. And then I found out that animes were based off mangas. A lot of times, yes. And uh, I was like, wait, this is a comic book? Now we're talking my wheelhouse. I immediately went to those and just started eating them up. And from that point, I was really dedicated to, if I had seen an anime, I would try to find the manga for it as well Mm -hmm. to try to follow the story. And then I felt... The daunting task of what that actually means, yeah, <laughs> and it's scary. There's so, a lot. There's a so lot out much. there. There's a lot out there. So much content. Yeah. Sweet. Yes. It's just incredible. And then, of course, when I join here many years later, almost twenty now, <laughs> uh, we, you guys introduced me to a whole nother level mm-hmm. of stories and things like that. So very cool. But that's where I started. Was a basement of a nerd I can dig it that I ran into at Denver Comic Con it was this weird meta moment (laughs) I was like whoa now you became better than him right that's funny I have preceded you sir (laughs) bow to my geekiness I I am now the master (laughs) Um, so what about you Sean so I'm going to segue real quick. Yes. So the first thing I ever even knew... He's actually on a segue. It's weird. <laughs> weird. First thing I ever knew about anything to do with manga or anime, mm-hmm. I happened to be... Look, I was... My wife at the time was out of town, and I was went to the... the to rent a movie uh-huh. when you could go to Blockbuster oh, and rent movies. Oh, you Blockbuster. Yep. Somebody here was a I'm gonna go ahead, Hollywood video. I'm going to go ahead saying. and date myself. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, I yeah. But I wanted to watch something a little different, so I was just kind of perusing all the racks, and I came upon Ninja Scroll. Okay. Uh-huh. Nice. That was my first experience to this good. entire world. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I was like, I watched that, and I still love that thing. It's it so blew me away how cool that was. So that actually made me go to my comic book store and say, hey, I want to read something that's like this. And he goes, well, we have this lone wolf and cub stuff. Mm. You can read that. 
And then, of course, you know, I picked up the first bit of that when they were produced. Because they've done, like, I don't know, 14 different formats. Yeah, yep, yep. and, like, Dark Horse <laughs> did, like, comic book size. But, yeah. but I got a couple of issues of it, and I read it, and I was like, this is amazing. Because I loved samurai stuff, sure. you know. Yeah. And, I mean. That's classic. That's Ninja Scroll is completely different than right. this is. Sure, but. But that, that kind of sent me on the track of, hey, I got to find more of this. I got to kind of exactly. read more of this. Mm-hmm. But that spanned me out to, like I said, I, I read Monster with you yes but i that, that took me to 20th century boys oh, which yeah. i actually liked a lot better than Monster. a lot i i need to sit down and read it i am not that read is that, yet, that is a super complex story and the first yes. time i tried to read it i hated it mm. and then i was like no no i gotta give this another shot i really like this guy i really like this writer yeah, i like his really art good. i gotta i gotta really sit down so and give this a you know pay attention to it as much as i can shot and see if i actually hate it uh-huh. and the second time i read it i read through the first four in one sitting and was like okay this is awesome yeah. i have to read all the rest of these uh, yeah <laughs> but it was such it was so good because imagine you and your friends hanging out when you're kids mm-hmm. right and you guys are all hanging out and you're playing superheroes or whatever you're playing and right. then you have one person that's like a super villain and you got to right. defeat the super villain well when you're kids you're sitting there and you wax poetical for hours about this stuff right, right? so imagine if one of your kind of ancillary friends who you're an acquaintance with but you're not you know real deep friends with uh-huh Later in life, they decide that they're going to go ahead and uh, become that supervillain based on this conversation you, all you kids had when you were young. <laughs> so he's going to be that supervillain, and it's going to look like it's you or your friends that are actually doing this, and he's going to start killing off your friends when you're an adult and that's, help you realize your potential as a superhero. Mm, that's... Uh... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's some heady oh, stuff, yeah. man. That's, but yeah. which one's that one? That's 20th Century, so 20th Century Boys. 20th Century Boys, done by Neil Kiersawa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and and so that's a good segue. Let's just jump into the stuff that we're wanting right, to talk yeah. about. So this is the one thing I'm going to dread. The thing about this is that everything we're about to say is fantastic. Yes. And it drives me crazy because I'm still trying to catch up on American stuff I need to do. Yeah, and you guys yeah. want me to go international? Yeah, that's right. That's right. I just I've well, picked this up. Well, this is all stuff that we were picking up. Like even for me, I've been reading comics now 20 five years mm-hmm. pretty much non-stop and all the stuff I've read it's when I can read it right yeah. it's when I can yeah. find it to when even read it I just picked this so. back up to reference it right now and I was like oh god I need to get back into this because I put it to the I actually want to pick that up again and reread the entire it's thing it's so good yeah, the I feels uh, the feels you get all from right, that so book. we'll just talk about mine real quick uh, yeah go, go for it because we're talking about Ikigami it's a written and the art is done by uh, we're gonna do the we're, disclaimer now. Yeah, we're, gonna, we're terrible. We, at these we're names. gonna we might mess these names up because we're, we're stupid Americans. Yes, so, exactly. But it's all apologies. Uh, Motoro Masi is what we're gonna say. Yep. Uh, done by uh, uh, Viz. Yes, Viz. Uh, and Ikigami actually stands for Death Note. Death Note. Yeah. It's not Death Note it's like not you Death think Note, it is. Yeah, which I have, but <laughs> which we'll talk about here in a second. Right, but this is it's a different type of Death Note. Death Note is actually a new Netflix show that most people are going to see and be like, wow, what's that? What and is we're this? Gonna, I need to, oh my to, god. So we have those available for you to go on that yes. path. That's a very different type of story. This is a story of a, a government run program program that is they want to so they want to improve it's japanese they want to improve the sanctity of life Sancti- correct 
So to, they figured to do that, they're going to inoculate one of out of every 1,000, if I remember correctly, I think, yeah, yeah, um, people right. with this pill that kills you at a certain time. Yeah. Well, the government has compartmentalized themselves, so they don't actually know. Right. There's, there's four there's, different Yeah, there's a one that sect that know. They, they just get the paperwork that says, you need to go give this person yeah. an ikigami. They have 24 hours to live. <laughs> there's one group that actually creates the, the disease. There's a group that puts it in the injection. There's a group that yeah, takes so when the you're, injection when you're inoculated as a kid, everybody agrees to this. Yeah. And they and they because yeah. and you try to live your fullest life because you never know if you're yeah. going to be the one that's going to get the death note. That's you. That you're going to get the ikigami. Yeah. But in this world, it's been a while now and you you join um a member of this, a new member of the team government-wise and he's the one that's giving out the notes. He's handing out the notes that say you have 24 hours to live, right. get your affairs in order. Right. And yeah. you have two options. One, you can gracefully go out and what that does for you is your um, your funeral is yeah, paid if you, for. If you do not cause disruptions, correct, and you go ahead and die peacefully, you get your orders and fare. You tell everybody your, you love your them, family you is taken care of. Your family's taken care of. Your funeral's taken care of, and they they're given dividends for. Yeah, they're given a dividend for being good, right. um, patriotic. However. People. If you find out you're going to die in 24 hours and, and you, you go crazy. <laughs> and you decide you're going to go ahead and take it out on everybody well, who's ever messed with you. Right. Your, your, your family actually gets put in prison. Correct. You've, you've <laughs> condemned your family. And, and I think that's why I like this book so much is because I don't know if it works well here because we're very self-involved. Yeah. But, but in, this is a, a legit thing that could happen in a Japanese culture where family Families is everything. Is important, you know? yes. And honor. Is honor especially, yeah. Yeah. And it's the the really the really gripping part of this story is that it follows the the main character's one working there and he has all these uh, interesting inter inner monologue of like, am I doing the right thing? Yeah, Absolutely, right? I'm doing the right is thing. Is this no, program good? Is it bad? He mm-hmm. he definitely has those questions because he's not allowed to question them out loud. No, yeah, it, because they, they're actually always looking for people that if you if you start questioning it, you can be in as much trouble as the people who They'll, go crazy. Yeah, with they infect values. you right there. Yeah. yeah, they'll just kill you right yeah. now. Yeah. So, uh, and when they say they have 24 hours to live, they know they, to the minute. <laughs> to the you minute. have 24 hours to live. You will die at 8.13 p.m. Yes. tomorrow. You are yeah. done. Yeah. yeah. Your affairs are over. <laughs> the, the greatest thing is that there's still government issue problems. So, like, sometimes yeah. people aren't there and they have to, like, leave a message and they're like, All eh. that fun stuff. Unfortunately. Yes. Yes. The best thing about this book is they actually separate it usually into two stories. So, you follow, yes. you follow the guy who's... Who's kind of like the crypt keeper? Yes. That's kind of the guy yeah. who delivers he's, him. He's, That's yeah. his role. He comes in and, and the story starts. Yeah. yeah, and then you're following then the people that the get people the economy. And yes. that is and some of the oh, some is. of the stories are heart wrenching. They're they so are. good. They will they will bring a tear to you to your eye. Yeah. I guarantee it. Every and, and if they don't, unique. you have no heart. <laughs> they're all unique. They're all compelling. They're and all and sometimes you think it's going to go one way and it goes completely sideways. And you're like, where did that come from? One of the first stories is and I'm just going broad over. View. It's a guy that has just got bullied his entire life, and he works at a crap job, and he still lives with his mom because he's got too much debt and stuff. And then to top it all off, he gets a Nikigami, and he's like, "You're kidding me!" Not not he. The people that bullied him as kids were all like turning into J-pop stars and having running businesses, and yeah. his he, entire he life. Snaps. Yeah, his entire life he's just beat down, and he <laughs> thought, you know. Surely, why me? How could it possibly? So it's not even like a a nice white knight story. It's just complete. What if you not only had the worst life ever growing up, Mm -hmm. but then the cherry on top was that was your fulfillest life goal. That's 
what you were putting yeah, where you're at for. now it's over sorry that was it that was yes. the best you got so yep. and then dealing with that in 24 hours yep with nothing you can do a lot of drama there so oh yeah Ikigami excellent book so good I don't just, know how many people I've turned that book on to uh, it's just Tons. so freaking yep. good and it is I, excellent I've read two and a half volumes and I'm I'm just looking through the one I've read and so I was like, like 10 now there's I it's, yeah. yeah I think I it's a whole 10, 10. it was 10. total yeah. yeah so it's gloriously good so yes alright Sean runs for some of yours uh, well, fin- let him finish his other Death oh, Note. Real oh, quick. The other one, one yeah. I had was Death Note, which oh, yeah. was one I followed early on. Yeah. Death Note is fantastic. Yeah, I, it was huge. Same kind of scenario. Mystical book lands into this poor, you know, high kinda, school kid, high school kid who's yeah. been bullied, kind of thing. Yeah. A really good guy, really good to the core, moral guy, and he gets this book and it finds out that this book, if you write the name of somebody in there and you see their face, they will die within. Uh, I think it's twenty-four. Uh, hours. Yeah, it just has to yeah. do like yeah. a demon and stuff too. Well, yeah, well, it's a demon that makes him. He wants de- him to do a it. A demon. Um, demons in this world have these notebooks, and that's how they decide who lives and dies. Right. But he, so he wants to cause some havoc. Right. He's and, he's and wants chaos. He wants and, chaos, so he drops it on a high schooler and see what happens with the human. Right. Does it? And he yeah. loves pushing his buttons and making him do things. <laughs> yeah. And the human um, decides that you know what? I can use this for good. I can. I'll I just, can be a hero. I'll here. just start killing everyone that's bad in this <laughs> yes. world. So. He, he watches television. He goes, "Oh, that guy. Those guys are bad people." And he writes their name. Writes down. their name on it. Doesn't yep. care about the consequences. And the the cops notice this, and they go, "We're not even getting these guys to like the the uh, to the main thing, and they're dying." Right. So they hire a detective named L. Mm-hmm. And the mystery is no one knows who this is, but he's kind of the Sherlock Holmes. Right, and that was that. a crazy character. Right? Yeah, and and it's kind of that mystery. Yes. Great series. They have these in these six the, the, books. And the Beautiful. books right now are stunning. I just Beautiful wanted, that's looking. Why I oh, the, new, the new volumes. The are new great. volumes are just awesome looking. Great and, stuff, and yeah. It, it looks great on a shelf. It looks awesome, yeah. Well put together. Excellent book. It's kind of short. Uh, 12 volumes. 12 yeah. volumes is not... Or that, six of those big books. I was yeah. going to say, there's six big books is not yep. too terrible to yep. have and read and if you enjoy the Netflix I think you'll really, really enjoy like the that. Yep. So. I agree uh, Sean Throw what, what about you because let's be honest uh, we can go on for a long time uh, yes and um, I'm going to be doing something called the Manga Minute yes and those are going to be coming minutes. up every week on Facebook so I'll delve more into my favorite ones on Correct. there so make sure you're joining on our Facebook. I want more comics. Yes. And uh, we'll do a manga minute. This is where you want, you're going to get a lot of Zach's picks. And exactly. And uh, we'll still talk to Richie and Sean mm-hmm. um, uh, about these as well because uh, there's more stuff we can talk about than yeah. what we're just talking about here. So hit us. So. More stuff. Okay. So probably one of my favorite ones is Vagabond. Mm-hmm. I absolutely yeah. love, love Vagabond. Um, Vagabond is based on the... It's done by uh, Takehiko Inouye. Inouye? Yeah. I, I'm yeah. pronouncing this horribly. Um, but it's based on a novel called Musashi. Miyamoto Musashi. Um, or Musashi Miyamoto, I'm sorry. Who isn't that who Yusagi Yojimbo is based off yes, of? Yes, it's also yeah. who Yusagi Yojimbo is based off of. There's it's the same samurai. Well, he's one of the, he's the, he's the fam- most famous samurai at the, yes. in Japan, basically. And the cool thing about this book is this is the him coming up. Right. This is yeah. him figuring out how to be humble as a samurai. Because when he starts off as a kid, he's like, I'm going to be the best samurai. I'm just going to go beat all the other samurai. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm going to do. Well, he starts to learn how to be humble. And he starts to learn how other people actually are and why you just can't go run and just 
to be a good samurai, it's not all about just killing other samurai or right. beating them in yeah. a fight. Right. Yeah. It's it's how everything plays out in the the book itself. Like they do these the Viz Big books on these, and there's twelve of them now. Twelve. Yeah. And this story, there's one volume where it's just an entire fight with like thirty different samurai. <laughs> That's all it is. And it's freaking yeah. amazing. That's yeah. awesome. So the art in here is really, really good. It's great. The yeah. characters are very distinctive. That art is stunning. Holy, yeah. holy crap. Dude, this this is so good. If you've never wow. read this, this is excellent. I'll put it on the list. <laughs> you have a very long list. I know. The list yeah. is so big. But just watching him learn how to be a, a the person he becomes. Mm-hmm. Because when you're hitting Yasagi, you're following him at the end when he's a Ronin. Yeah. You know, he's lost his he's lost his shogun and he's now a Ronin and now he's he's basically traveling. Yeah. He doesn't have anybody to follow and he's just trying to live a good life. That's yeah. awesome. So but he learns all of that in this book. Yes. Um, we already talked about Monster, so I'm going to go ahead and just great. Yep. say Monster, yeah, hoorah, anything new. Definitely. Kurosawa, jump on Yeah, that. Yeah, he also did Pluto, which is a his version of one of the famous uh, Astro Boy series. He did it in it's a Android. more... Uh, yeah, yeah, in a more adult way. Okay. Those are like nine volumes of that. That's really great, too. So the other one I'm going to throw out here real quick yep. is Gantz. Yep, you okay. love this Gantza, one. Gantza. I've heard you talk about this yes, one. Yes, it's because a crazy wild genius, it is, man. You want to talk about way out there sci-fi? Yes. Sci-fi concepts that are just crazy, crazy. crazy. Um, Gantz is your your book. Yes. I can't pronounce this guy's name either. Hiro, Hiroya Oku? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Um, but what's the main premise there? I'm sorry. If I, I'm sorry for it's the names. So I'm bad. Sorry, it's so okay. bad. Um, so the main premise there is so... Basically, you're following a high school kid who is kind of, he's a tiny bit pervy. He's basically a high school kid. He's right. You can tell he's kid. like a 10th, 10th or 11th grader, yeah, basically. Right, yeah, yeah. And he's somebody who always kind of tries to stay out of everybody's way. He doesn't really want to cause waves. And he ends up in a subway, and he ends up saving somebody from getting run over by a subway train. Okay. And a friend, a guy who he's kind of friends with that he protected when he was a younger kid, because mm-hmm. the younger kid got beat up by bullies. Uh-huh. Um, ends up jumping down in the tracks and helping him. Well, they save the guy, but they don't save themselves. The train destroys them. So the thing about this book is, though, right when they die, they get pulled from that situation and they get put into this room. And in this room is this orb. A big orb. Okay. It's a big black orb. Okay. Um, inside the orb, there's it looks like a person, but they're connected to the inside of this orb. And the okay. orb is filled with suits and guns. You are given a suit and a gun, and it tells you, this orb tells you, you have so many, so much time to go kill this alien that we know is living on this planet. So at the moment of death, you it still keeps you alive. Mm-hmm. You don't die, but it figures since you're dead in the real world, well, you're going to help us go kill aliens now that are hiding on planet Earth. Interesting. So you get after you get sucked into the room, people learn that some of the suits get them give them powers and actually yes. give them defense against yep. getting attacked. Right. Yep. But the suits can wear out. And the yeah. guns, they only fire a certain way. Like, there's one point they're messing around with this gun, and they don't, they're don't. they like, how come this isn't firing? Uh-huh. And then somebody gets their entire side of their body just ripped apart because it's a you have to aim fire, and it takes a second for it to actually activate. <laughs> like, it's, but, it's but just now it's also, crazy. But also it's kind of weird and disturbing because the orb tells you to go after these people, and it's like, well, they're just normal people. Well, no, they're not. But well, they're, they're aliens. Like, the, the first <laughs> alien they run into are the it's onion aliens. <laughs> and they're... They, they go to kill they, they're supposed to go hunt down this kid it's a kid it's a kid oh. 
Well, then they run into the adult, which is much more powerful than the kid. Than the kid. Right. So but it's really weird because it's like this little kid in a in a suit screaming not to, for them to kill him, and it's crazy. It is. <laughs> it is a wild. Sounds ride. like a trip. There's thirty. Five, thirty-six of these. Thirty-six, I think. Um, so do they? Do they? But it goes through phases. I have so many questions. So and, <laughs> no, the thing is. So the other thing about this book is you can get points. So if uh, you get to a hundred yes. points from killing aliens, you can be free and you can actually return to your life. It will release you. So even though you died in this subway accident or however you died, because right. everybody that gets sucked into the room and you never know who's going to get sucked yeah. into there. Yeah. And if you die trying to, to to fight the aliens, you're dead. Mm. Okay. That's what Maybe. One of my question was. Oh, yep, yep. <laughs> okay. And I'm gonna leave it at that. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> but this intense. that book is in, it's intense. It's crazy. I could not put that book down. Yeah, artwork is great inside. Um, this is one of the rip. this is one of the mangas I got Tara to read. Yeah, I got her to read all of it, and I think she actually finished it before I did. Yeah, (laughs) it's a it's a crazy wacky trip. Yeah, it is very trippy. Um, I guess the last one we can talk about real quick would be Tokyo Ghoul. Oh yeah, Yeah, that's that's a big that's a big one now. Now, so well, the Tokyo Ghoul started out interesting, and I actually lost it. I I don't. I stopped reading it. It couldn't hold me, unfortunately. But the premise was pretty. Which is a fair. That's a fair assessment. There's so, so much stuff going on. There's so right. many different things. Well, in Tokyo Ghoul, you're, there's there's ghouls living among, mm-hmm. among us. Mm-hmm. This kid ends up getting bit by one and ends up becoming a ghoul, and he's trying to deal with being a ghoul. Yeah, That's ghouls what are kind of like zombies, is. but they're more like they have powers, and they're, yeah. they're there's this dark society that... They yeah. kind of the the people know about ghouls. They just say get away from them. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much is the stance yeah. of the general public. Like don't mm-hmm. don't let a ghoul near you. They allow ghouls to exist so they don't just completely wipe out the earth. And there's like this agreement, and he becomes kind of like a hybrid. And a hybrid ghoul is super unique, and he uh, it it kind of becomes a story of him having to deal with the fact that he thought ghouls were this most disgusting, rancid kind of concept on Earth to finding out the ghouls themselves might have a more of a humanity aspect mm-hmm. in living in existence and maybe they can find a balance between the two worlds. Yeah, I, I tried to get into that one. I got about four in and then I kind of I kind of. I, I can say so. with uh, that's a really great anime. The book itself, with anime you can kind of cut it off when it gets to a point I have I'll say this that it compares the same with like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles mm-hmm. I think that the turtles which I love to death have a certain amount of story that you can tell mm-hmm. and then eventually you're going to lose people because yeah. it leaves the sure. ninjas fighting in and kind of breaks into this space thing that leads to it. It. Yeah. and you're like okay where the hell are we again <laughs> so I don't understand you know. what's going yeah. on <laughs> so that is that is our manga that's 101 um, yeah. I'm sure we'll do another episode some other time talking about more stuff yeah we'll break into yeah. what it is because there's a lot more that we didn't talk about so, so, if, so if you're interested um, talk to Sean Richie or I mm-hmm. um, check out for the manga minutes um, they're really great comics and storytelling out there um, so if you haven't delved into it I think you time, should time to dip your toe in um, because it, it'll open up a whole new world for you of different stuff mm-hmm. if you like if you like a certain manga there is a whole aspect that you can yeah. <laughs> that you can jump in there if you like if you're like Sean and say I love samurai stuff there's tons of samurai stuff you can read 
many, many different samurais. If you like the ghoul, um, more horror kind of mm-hmm. action thing, there's that. If you like just straight up crime, like straight there's up, crime. Yeah, if you like straight up zombies, there I am. I am no hero, which yeah, is really good. Right. Exactly. So, so there's so all kinds of stuff. delve into it, check it out, um, and let us know what uh, you know if you're interested in what you think about this stuff. So for sure. All right. So that's it for us on this week. Mm-hmm. We will see you next week for another episode. Boom. Have a good week, everybody. Bye.